0: And we're starting the podcast. Hey, welcome to Sissy Boys. I'm Dan Donahue. Hey, I'm Matt LeGrand. And as of yesterday,
1: I learned something that I want to share with everyone. <laughs> well, Cooper has to introduce himself. And Do you want to jump right into it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I just want to share that. Yeah, no, jump right in. Then, Cooper, you'll go later. Nothing is ethical under capitalism. There's no ethical consumption under capitalism.
2: Um, Matt, honestly, thank you for saying that before I could introduce myself, because I also believe there's no ethical consumption under capitalism. And today we are going to explore the perilous and somewhat disturbing events of the 1989 fabled Austin Grand Prix. Is that a real thing? No, but would, would it be kind of funny? Because like, you know those podcasts or like those videos where you have like really in-depth analysis of yeah, like, sure. like disasters if I just came in with one? Right. And you were like, that's not what we do, though.
0: <laughs> no, I would, I would play into it. I feel like I, I'm all about exploring spaces and going places that people aren't expecting us to. And if you want to talk about the 1985 Austin Grand Prix, I would be there with you. Yeah, some people like to confine themselves
1: to four walls, but I like to blow the roof off. Like
2: a track. Yeah. Did you know my uncle raced... In- Two walls on each side of the track. Not four, baby. Yeah, no, it's not four. I just live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> That's what I thought of when I woke up today. I don't know why. It just popped into my head. I, I live my life a quarter mile. Your uncle was in Formula One? Uh,
1: he. My dad's from Kentucky, and my uncle, who everyone said looks just like me, um, he... Raced like professional race cars. What if you're just like, he got a DUI and killed a a boy? (laughs) Which involves driving. He broke his neck and he died.
2: He did? Yeah. We have it on
0: video. Riding Formula One. And have you seen the video? Was it like. like You saw. Wait, hold up. Calm down. You saw a video (laughs) of your family member dying.
2: Uh, Yes. Do you see him though, or do you just see the car crash? It's just the car. What if it wasn't and a car video? Three what if it was just him? Complete flips. Yeah. Oh my was God. Was it indie Indy car or like a stock car?
1: I don't know anything about race cars. Did but it look like a sedan? What's a
2: sedan? Like a car. Just think of a car. Uh,
1: it was like a racing. It wasn't like it, it wasn't like Formula One. More NASCAR. More NASCAR. Yeah. Not. It wasn't like those. How did it make you feel to see a video of your family member dying? You well, fortunately, him, I was only seven years old, so the video. Well,
0: how did you see
1: the video if Wait, you're yeah. only seven?
0: Why was it shown um,
1: to you? You're allowed to see videos when you're seven. <laughs> no,
0: don't.
2: <laughs> yeah, Dan.
0: don't turn this into me asking. You are thinking I'm asking a weird question here? Who showed you the video? Uh, it was playing at the local movie theater. Who showed you the video? Answer my
1: question. Um, my dad, his brother, I think. Yeah, that he had a recording
2: of it. Wait, and he just showed you? When when was the video taken though? Like, did it happen when you were seven, and then your dad was like, "Your uncle died. Here's the video." Um, it happened when probably the
1: year before that.
2: Oh my god! And my, my dad god. was like
1: flying back from Indonesia to
2: the States to speak at his funeral. That's just, it's even more confusing because it's like, first off, if you have that video, your son should probably just never see it. And if he does see it, he should be an adult. And then it's like, he shouldn't be six, but then to wait one year after and be like, Matt, it's been I'm going one to just year. stick
0: with the never see it, because what does that look like when you show your son that video when
2: he's like, hey, it's like, hey, son, it's your 19th birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got something cool for you, brother. Now that you're a man, I am <laughs> going to give you some money to get a down payment on a house and also... Here is the final moment. This of your is your army. bar mitzvah. Yeah.
1: Um to clarify, he broke his neck in that crash, which led to complications to him dying. He didn't die in that instant. But how many how many days did it take? I think it was like within the month.
2: That's still very dark. That's why you just gotta live a quarter mile at a time. No. No, because you um, don't understand what it's like for like like Formula One is like Guys like us, like, there's not a lot of us in the world. You know, there's only 20 of us in Formula One. First
0: of all,
1: don't say us. What do you mean? You're not in Formula One. Are there only 20 people in Formula
2: One? Yeah, there's 10 teams, two yeah. people each team. What is you that a thing? About? Yeah, why are you you're not?
0: That? You're not one of those teams. I race for Alpha Tori. I could, never, I could be on
2: Red Bull racing within a few years. It's not
0: true. Also, living his life a quarter mile at a time is literally what resulted in Matt's uncle's death. Yeah, so I feel as though because he was living his life a quarter mile at a time by being a NASCAR driver.
2: No, because you can't stop the driver A he thing? Was anyway?
0: quarter mile at a time. I think
2: it's a drag racing thing because you rate like you drag race a quarter mile. I think. Oh is why. my
0: god! When you kept saying no, drag racing is in <sighs> a straight line. Which one is? Is it a quarter mile straight?
2: I swear to God, yeah. Drag race is, is
0: when men why. dress up like women. Well yeah, that's I mean is. to our podcast
2: Or non binary wow. I didn't even think of the amount of people that were like what do you mean yeah, drag race to, to our
0: I mean the the way in which in a matter of a few years drag race has eclipsed drag racing yeah. is incredible. I mean it was just <laughs> I don't even
1: no think no connection anymore. Have they,
0: yeah they I
2: didn't, I wonder I like, if they have a new term.
1: There's
0: probably it's a, called
2: straight a, drag straight
0: straight racing. <laughs> <cars>. <laughs> Because because um, you say straight the whole time you go it's called uh, stra- yeah we go straight racing um, definitely not anything to do with the, the other thing that we're not even going to really talk about it's racing. Called, we're fine we don't care racing <laughs> it's called it's called I never I never even really cared racing <laughs> it's called tap out shirt imagine racing. like you have a hobby that is your whole life it's your whole life and I don't know what kind of life you live I don't know how open and accepting you are but it's like if if stand up comedy if they, they came up with a new thing called stand-up comedy, but it was just a completely different, more exciting, televised... It was like televised a four ball. girls
1: taking jello shots in a park, and you're like, this is called stand-up comedy.
0: But no, it's not like that, because it, like it's something that requires more talent yeah. and that more people want to watch.
2: Yeah, like it would have to be vastly different. Like, they're calling it stand-up comedy, but you're like, you're building a jet engine? Right. Like, what <laughs> Four
0: girls... Building a jet engine while taking Jell-O
2: shots. They call it it stand-up comedy.
1: It's it's, called stand-up comedy. (laughs) It's Jamie Foxx
0: doing a handstand, playing the piano, and impersonating a different singer. And they're like, oh, this is stand-up comedy. And then a bunch of people start doing it, and it's incredible, and more people like it. And then we have to be like, yeah, I mean, we can't call it stand-up comedy anymore. Although I will say that no drag queen says, yeah, I do drag
1: race. That's just the name of the show. They would just still say I do
0: drag. But I'm saying even though it's not the name of the show or it's not the name You're of the You're correct act. in
1: that there is an entire generation now who when they hear the word drag race, they think of drag queens and they don't even know or make the association that that is a like a yeah. riff off of race car driving. Right. I even forget that. I don't even and remember. It's not like drag
0: racing doesn't. St- like. There were they were doing dra- like there was a huge case in Glendale where like people died because of drag racing. Yeah, not the not the RuPaul kind. Tyra the- Sanchez she blew up a lot of people.
2: <laughs> my, yeah, my, by being too talented. Well, my well, no, son was a drag a, queen. He rammed into a parking lot by just strutting.
1: There was a there was so this weekend is DragCon. You know sure. you get. It's a convention with drag. No, I guess. RuPaul's dragon. But um they're <laughs> one of Stupid the winners guy, yeah. I don't know. I How didn't know what drag race was. Do you think was? he's a fucking idiot? And I don't dumb. know. I don't know that there's only twenty Formula One racers. Isn't that cr- Different Thank you. people we know don't need about to go different into things. But that's pretty crazy. But um and I think all of it's beautiful. And I'm one of them. But uh the winner of season two of Drag Race is this drag queen who honestly so good their name is tyra sanchez no longer r.i.p but um someone kept hazing them online this other drag queen that it was like notoriously hated by everyone anything in what way like would be like say things like why don't you quit drag like you fucking moron oh like God. you don't deserve to be here like Very publicly or in publicly on twitter Jesus. and then she would get all of her fans to like haze that winner. The winner had enough, and so she was like... The she winner? literally tweeted out and was like, I'm bringing a bomb to DragCon.
2: Yeah, And she was like, I'm going to blow up
1: DragCon. Dude! And she got, like, at, like across the board canceled. The show pretends like she Whoa. never won her season. What's her wow. name? She quit drag completely. Tyra Sanchez. Oh,
2: Tyra Sanchez, I just want to say, I think you're maybe the coolest drag queen ever. Well, she, If enough people bully you that say, I'm going to bring a bomb to DragCon...
1: Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You're she a revolutionary. Then,
2: when she did that, she like
1: had a little rush
0: of like like Che Guevara. I don't think
2: that's why she's a revolutionary. No, man.
0: I think there's more revolutionary things she's done than saying I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna bring a bomb to this event has been done by twelve year olds <laughs> across the nation for a uh, for a decade. People have been arrested for that.
2: Yeah, but of course, apparently
1: the FBI like raided her house or something. Yeah, like but yeah. yeah. How
2: many people have called in a bomb threat threat with a full face? You know what I mean?
1: Ooh. Yeah, that's true.
2: Like contour and everything. I believe
1: that she was on Twitter and arguably just being a boy.
2: But isn't it kind of funny to imagine just what kind do you of mean? Like, like when house. she tweeted
1: that, it's not like she like had makeup on. Oh yeah. But, but it is but funny the, to imagine. The she was avatar like- I'm sure at the time of her profile was her in drag. So it was a drag queen, nothing to do with racing. And um <laughs> we have to she, make caveat for well, our She racing was like fans. by the way,
0: I'm also a terrorist. <laughs> Which is kind of lit. <laughs> yeah, we don't have to. We only need to add the caveat if we're talking about racing cars. Yeah, it is that's funny. the only time yeah. we're the one crossover fan of both of those mm. things is going to be really happy that we did clarify. Caveat. Now I'm hungry.
1: <laughs> oh, that's caviar. Yeah. Caviar.
0: Hey, what was? No, no. no. That's how um, I pronounce caviar.
1: Caviar. That's how you really, if you really, eat, If you really eat it, that's <laughs> how you pronounce it. Um, that queen, uh, I like judged a, her, her boy name is James. Also, she's like, please never call me Tyra Sanchez again, but James, James um, I, ju- I judged a drag show with James. I think we actually judged cornbreads first ever drag show at Bar Madison. Cornbread's an amazing yeah. drag queen. Do you know cornbread? You mentioned it before. Fuck yeah. And then, um, also, uh, Tyra at the time was like on a comedy show that I was it was weird it was like because she threatened to blow a place Is this up a dream you everyone had? was like no, it, it's not a dream. Because you threatened to blow up stuff, people were like, oh, we should get her on our podcast. We should get her on our yeah, show. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that happened. And then after that, like one month of shows, then people were like, yeah, we're never talking or associating with you again. Right.
2: You, you know, you live like with like comedy and working at a gay bar and like having a lot of friends. It's like you do live a life where if a drag queen who's famous calls in a bomb threat and gets mainstream canceled, you're going to see that person. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in your flow of people. Like they like they might be at that bar now they're doing comedy. It's you know kind what of I mean?
1: weird. Like, the bar precinct I work at, every major drag queen has performed at that bar. Like if you are cool. a famous drag queen, you perform at precinct. It's like one of the best venues. The comedy for sure. the store of drag. Yeah. In a way, on the on the east side, yes, because there's the WeHo, which is like a concentration, yeah. but Precinct is like the only possible venue you could do Downtown. that in. Like on the east side, like you couldn't do that at Akbar or the Eagle; they're way too small. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, and it's not. A, there's no performance space, and
2: there's a really nice like dressing room, like green room there. Yeah, that would make the green sense room is too. I got Rank so wins. fucking
0: pissed because I did your show there, which was very fun, and then I saw a picture of a lady on that wall, and I was like, "Fuck off." Um, Just in the a, green room? AFAB? What's that?
1: AFAB? What's AFAB? It means that you were absolutely fabulous. No, um, assigned female at birth.
0: No, 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 no. It was like, because they have all that old porn on the wall of like guys and it's, you know, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then there's one picture of a woman, like a cis white woman. Well, maybe it was Amanda Lepore. I don't think. I don't think it would be nice if that were true. I don't think so. I well, think no, that
2: was actually a deal. But you with- think it was just a cis woman? <clears throat> I think
0: it was just a cis woman. No, that but- was
2: a deal with um, Republican lawmakers to <sighs> make to make all gay bars one percent right. less gay by adding. It a was a really of a
0: woman. it was a really weird caveat to affirmative action. Actually, mm-hmm. yeah, it's actually a big problem because some if
1: women, you know, if AFABs come in with those huge milkers, oh yeah, they're more likely to get um, pictured at the gay bar, and it's fucked up. Yeah, I just want my
0: butthole to be on that wall.
2: Uh, it would be nice if we could make money and we could open a gay bar.
0: That would be nice. What would you call it? <sighs> Cooper's Gay Bar. <laughs> oh, that's, that's nice.
1: It, actually, if you called it the Seaman, it
0: would probably take off. Oh, Seaman Bar. Seaman's Bar. Seaman's Bar. Seaman's Bar. Seaman's Bar is pretty good semen bar i mean i would just go full tilt it's for angry forget- gay guys who don't really fit into the community whoa
2: okay so you know what it is it's like those places you can go and you can pay to break stuff
0: yeah but you can also
2: fuck a man
0: Yeah. yeah 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 but
2: it's a bar those are just activities that are allowed
0: right those are the two activities that are allowed it's a scary place you can break anything you want and you can fuck a guy consensually there's a lot of uh, salam.
1: It would be nice if it was organized. If there was like a room where there was like this is a a a, a sheet of glass. Nah, see, see, this just... is the
0: gentrifying. This is the gentrifying oh, ideology. Want, I am with Matt on there, organization. No, no, that you're being a gentrifier. I think it should be you can break anything in the bar that you can That's get your hands on. No,
2: because the way I think about it, because I love it. I love your charisma. You love the idea. I love, but. I think the thing with is having certain sections is that means you can go a hundred percent of Either that section. activity. Okay, i back in. Because if you're trying to like pound a guy out, but then like a TV people are breaking, things. You don't think that adds to <laughs> the danger. Don't think that Maybe there could be it. a middle room, like a Venn diagram yeah, okay, between we breaking go. and fucking. I'm
1: pivoting, and I am now agreeing with Dan in that you. Uh, gay sex is so boring now because it's so readily available. I would like to feel like I'm in danger. Yeah. So if you yeah, could right. possibly have a gun or break a TV,
0: you know how how a bars have like smoking and non-smoking sh- sections. We should have a part of that in, in Cooper's bar where it's prep and no prep sections. <laughs> Whoa. Oh god. I was just thinking <laughs> 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 dick
2: in, dick out.
0: But I mean, that is really. <laughs> uh interesting
1: so both parties would have to be not on prep yeah and uh it's just an honor system <laughs> yeah of course
2: yeah i don't think i would want to enforce <laughs> <laughs> like not, not using protection the yeah, thing yeah, yeah.
1: about you're aware of bug chasers of course no that's
0: where i'm talking yeah that's kind of where i'm
1: okay to. well actually i now i'm just okay fuck seaman's bar it should just be called bug chasers
2: whoa how scary would that what be? would be in your dream gay bar Bug chasers, like what's in there?
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, just people trying to get it. Like, that's... well, no, no.
1: When I say bug chaser, I mean people who are trying to get COVID.
2: Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> he hated that. <laughs> I almost just feel lied to. What are we even doing, Cooper?
0: You you uh, helped me get up at the comedy store last night. You oh, also went up at the comedy the store last night. Yes, after after what you just did, we're gonna move. You
2: didn't on. want to say what's at your perfect gay bar, though. Yeah, no. Though, oh, was that that at first. my perfect yeah, gay bar? That? Yeah, I was curious.
0: Just a lot of just a lot of guys having a really fun time. They're they're doing whatever they want. I'm sitting behind the bar, I'm smiling, and I'm just giving thumbs ups to everything I see. And it's all um, wholesome and
1: glorifying. It's wholesome in it's, that everyone is uh, consensually loving what's going on.
0: Everyone's consensually loving what's going on. There's holes in the wall you can stick your penis through if you want. No one's doing anything messed up to the penis that comes through on the other end. Oh, wait,
1: there's a there's another hole on the other side. It's, they're just not. It's not just a hole that you can put your dick. In.
0: No, 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 no. There's someone on the other side. <laughs> it's just Holes in the wall that everyone yeah. can stick. You put your penis yeah. in and give the thumbs Maybe up. Maybe there are
1: treats like and like you you pull out and you're like, oh, my, now my dick's covered in honey. There's and then I was thinking about
2: something like that. Oh, yeah, like make it like covered in a flavor. Oh, and then (laughs) there's a a marshmallow. I have a system here where
0: where, whenever a straight person walks through the door, they're shot. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) That's your that's your ideal gay bar.
2: Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
0: <laughs> every gay guy gets one bullet
2: you will not do this um, no, no,
0: no 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 every time a straight person walks through the door a big alarm goes off it goes yeah. like
2: wah, 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 and then we every, got a rooster fish
0: yeah every gay guy looks and then they all have to okay them and if they all give the thumbs down that straight person then has to go to the worst straight bar in los angeles it actually like, yeah it, it starts to to off Chili's.
1: as a yeah, fun to to it starts off as a fun concept but then it becomes like a government psyop because totally. like the when the gop is in town they'll be like hey guys come to this bar yeah and like some of them will get shot and then like um mitch mcconnell Oh, walks we're back through. to the shooting part <laughs> well mitch, i'm not i uh, i, maybe I we never left, left okay that. but mitch mcconnell walks through and they're like wait why didn't the
2: alarm go off Ooh. You know what I imagine? Interesting. I, I don't really know what this has to do with anything, but I imagine... How I'm really glad to... we didn't move on. I'm glad we got that little I mean, chunk. Because yeah. I want to talk about that, but yeah... Like, like Johnny my...
1: Depp, I feel like you run from your problems. I ran from my problems there.
2: <laughs> I, uh... No comment. I imagine... <laughs> in this gay bar sort of like a bunch of uh like vacuum almost mail shoots yeah but of beer so it's almost like a Willy Wonka thing where the bartender is like doing stuff but there's just tons of tubes going around yeah or like little tracks where beers could fall down I want a green tea shot and it's like yeah and then it's like you know what I mean and it's like that like I almost like for some reason there's nothing behind the bar but there's millions of things moving behind the bar right and but it's, like, not a it. good bar. It doesn't really... Yeah, so, but no one gets their actual order, <laughs> ever. Me and my friend have been coming up with an idea for a club <laughs> called Stop Kissing, and we all just have these, like... I have this one idea for a club where, like, we have a raised platform, and one of our things is called The Child in Balmain. So, like, <laughs> in the middle of the night, an eight-year-old just comes out in, like, a leather <laughs> jacket, like, full Balmain, like, just full Balmain, <laughs> and then just sort of stands there, just sort of, like... Right. And like that's one of the like kind of what a coke we, out model would be
0: w- like. Their affect,
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. And like he's not scared, but it's just like he's eight, you know. Yeah. What is the purpose of the eight year old? Nothing, but it, like, that's kind of what we're doing, you know. We're it thinking just throws people off. People
0: are cheering for it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> the eight year old just <laughs> rises up on a stage. <laughs> At, like, 1.05 a.m., everyone just has to, like, worship. Yeah, <laughs>
2: sorry. You know what I was thinking is what we totally would need at a gay bar is we have paintings, but, like, there's a hole, like, a face size in the painting, so it's a portrait painting, but then there's just a guy's face through it, and his face has been painting, so and he looks like a face Well, you can fuck his face. That's a great idea, but the I was painting. also just thinking, like, imagine you're talking to your friends, and then there's, like a, like, a portrait of the Mona Lisa, but it's a guy's oh, okay. real face, and then he's just like, fuck you! You know what I mean? Like, right. you have paintings that yell at you. That's pretty cool. Like, get your cock on. I was here. thinking
0: going back to the idea of the drinks and tubes thing. I mean, how roofied would those people get if that I
2: were the situation? I think it would situation? almost it would almost be safer cuz they're coming from a back safe area. Yeah. But
0: I feel like of tubes. But how are they going to get directly to you? I feel like I feel like one person go to the bar. Drink. The tubes
2: open up at the bar.
0: Oh, oh! In that case, yeah, that is way he's safer. more of a tube. Oh, I, I thought it was know. shooting through. Like, I thought there was just like the wall, like, like
2: Futurama rims, style stars. tubes yeah. that go oh, place to yeah. place. You can't
1: trust me. It will suck for the guy who like orders like a Cosmo, and then it's just like a um, ketchup packet just comes <laughs> out. <laughs> and you're like sorry, and you're like whoops, I paid sixteen dollars. You're like well.
2: Well, it's a place that obviously costs millions of dollars really to build, but it's like it's not that functional. Right, like, it's not a very functional place. But there's like painting screaming at you, the child in Balmain. So this turned tubes. into from this turned from my
0: bar to kind of all of our bars. I Pretty do. Much, I yeah. know
1: this wasn't your intention, but I am very into. Um, the beautification slash decorating of the dicks, it's the anti-glory hole. Yes. The, there is just a wall where you put your dick inside and something happens to it that is good. You can glam your dick. Oh, my God. You can it. In in and it and out. It's, like, it's like sparkly. Vajazz- yeah, yeah, yeah. vajazzling for the dick. What if
0: someone just cleaned, like, truly, like, oh. cleaned,
1: waxed it, polished it? So it'd be good for uncut people because the queso fresco has to stop. <laughs> it would be good with both. It would be good for both. Are you uncut, Lewis? Uh, He's Catholic.
2: <laughs> or maybe you could get a flavor like you could put your dick in then it comes out and you have like a cool barbecue kind of thing and then like you know you could suck that off
0: oh you could suck the you barbecue. ever suck a
2: salt and vinegar dick it's you know it's like a it kind of keeps are you, you cut yeah have you ever sucked an uncut dick yes
1: i people are obsessed with uncut dicks i would argue more so than cut dicks and they Probably in America community. definitely like yeah. you know it's like you know supply I, is that and true? Demand. I think they look really cool I just know so many gay guys who love an uncut dick
0: I mean I've I'm not this is your guys economy and I'm just I'm just listening I know about. what you mean you would kind of suspect that people will be like ugh
1: but um my my problem is just like if you're making out with a dude who's uncut and there's like some pre precum that pre-com is in his foreskin now and so when you unfold it is such an unfortunate it's like sure it's a beautiful dick but n- now it smells horrible. Uh-oh. Interesting. I was with a guy that. And so if they could put their dick into
0: the wall and get it professionally clean, yeah. And there's just a, <laughs> an Italian man back there where that's what he's been doing for like 40 years. His family down generations are like we we cleaned a penis.
1: And he
2: like he and has his, like the like the his rag daughters who are
1: all over 18 now, all also are professional.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: We all cleaned it a penis. What if
2: you could just feel like a rag just being like. <laughs> over your <day> and, <laughs> like, and, like, and you're like how much
0: money do you make from this he's like we make no money <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's a family business we make make it, a it, it's a family
0: business keep we make it no money when it you love on. what you do you don't have to work you never work a day in your <laughs> life um, so was, the bar
2: could
1: the, the uncut is a great name for the bar
0: uncut is good oh, it, uncut
1: it's is multiple great. levels yeah. you know un, uncut fun uncut uh, cock
2: How's with the guy whose force can cut? No one's allowed to bring scissors. Go over his head.
0: Yeah, you know that it's old saying, tiny. "Uncut fun." We're having a lot of uncut. <laughs> I mean, like, fun like it's like right uncut, now. like um, <laughs> it, like a DVD.
1: Then it was like you know, it's kind of like not, the director's it's cut. It's not a thing. Like okay, the sex scene—it's it's an uncut. Like, am, am I wrong in saying that? I feel like it's a thing.
0: No,
2: this is an uncut podcast.
0: Yeah, this is an uncut podcast. We've well, had cut stuff, technically, it's, it's, a a cut podcast. Yeah, it's, cut. it's a quarter uncut. It's a quarter uncut.
2: That's why you're a good editor, because you're uncut. Our
1: producer is uncut. I
2: guess, actually, it would make more sense if you were cut. As and it, for anyway. the
1: record, uh, his foreskin always smells great. Oh, that's oh, cool. nice of you. You smell it before every episode.
2: Yeah. yeah. But Dan yeah. got up <laughs> oh, yeah. at the world-famous 50 years 50 years of, of comedy. Wow. <laughs> more I got, than that, actually. It was pretty Probably, fun. Right? No, uh, they just celebrated 50 years. 50
0: years, okay.
1: Well, so it has been more than that. Dan has cracked because that was a few days ago. <laughs> I just want and to months, say you're right. I guess, Thank yeah. you. It was very fun for me because I almost got up at the world famous comedy store. You did. The booker said so she would Cooper, get you Cooper up. Cooper
0: was about get to get talk it. about my set. but And what now. you decided to do I was talking to about there. Cooper's <laughs> text. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Let's, let's, let's pause for a second. So Cooper was about to say something about my set. He said, Dan got up at the world. And what you immediately did before we got to it. Was to talk about how you didn't get up there before well, Cooper could even continue. Am I wrong in saying because no?
2: Matt needed to know where he's coming from, right? And well, I it was the
0: that. It, chronologically. He needed to know where he's coming. He from.
2: He needed us to know where he's coming from. I understand, and that. I knew that that's where Matt was coming from, right? I, I also knew that that's where Matt was, but coming to the from. audience, okay, right? Do they need to know? Not important. No, not really. No. Not important.
1: It's kind of a funny it is fucked, anecdote though, that you didn't get up. No, no, no. I was talking about the text message that you sent me about Dan because there's a guy at the comedy store named Matt and Cooper texted me and was like, hey, you're hosting tomorrow. He texted me and said, hey, you're hosting tomorrow. Oh, it's at Lockwood. Yeah. That's why it's relevant. I texted he texted me and he said, hey, you're hosting that's tomorrow. Can, do you so mind getting Dan up funny. in the original room? And then I texted and I was like, is there a typo or something? And he's like, oh, so sorry, wrong Matt. So that's what I mean. Funny. I almost got up where I was like, oh my god, I'm
2: hosting no, potluck and tomorrow. Obviously, obviously, I'm just... What if doing? I just responded and I was like, this is your big shot?
0: <laughs> it is because I understand where your brain would be because I have... This, I think everybody in entertainment or whatever has some sort of like an aggrandizing th- where your immediate thought
2: with that is like, oh, Cooper must have texted the wrong person, you're immediate I was like, finally, I'm hosting potluck. That's what happened to our friend. Like, he got invited to backstage at the Gabriel Glacius Dodger Stadium show, but the way that he was invited, it sounded to him like they was wanted going him up. to do time. Yeah. So then when he found out, he was like, Oh, yeah, backstage. That's gonna be awesome. That's you so know. Funny. But like when he first got it, he was like, Wow, what an opportunity. He clearly yeah. thought. Yeah. He and was he's like going not a delusional guy. Stadium. Like we, yeah. we, you know, he's a nice guy. Um, um, but, how was the comedy store, Dan? It
1: was very fun. I saw Cooper go up. I went up. Oh, because uh, do all the door people go up? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So um, did you go up during potluck or friends and family?
2: Friends and family. Dude, Which I had so never heard
0: uh, Sal Trujillo's fucking Taco Bell joke. It's a perfect joke. Holy shit. It's It blew my mind. Yeah.
2: That was like a mind-blowingly good bit. That yeah. was crazy. He just has one line in it that's very funny where he's like, all these elites like Stephen Colbert go on their shows and they say things like, facts. And they talk about <laughs> how the Taco Bell meat has sand in it. And then people laugh. And he goes, we knew. And he's like, it's called ground beef. It's ground plus beef. He's so funny. Saul Trujillo. He can is we, a, can he we has do a, his bit on the podcast? Is that okay a, to do? Well, I'm crediting him. Yeah. yeah you're Saul credited. Trujillo, he's hilarious. He works at the Comedy Store. He does a podcast with Stephen Fury. So funny. Got a decent following on Instagram, way more than I got. He does, yeah. People are showing up and they're showing out for him. How do you He feel? got fucking applause breaks in his set. Yeah, he did. And I just had to watch that and be like, well, my joke's not going to get that, but I will have fun.
0: Can I be honest? I think you were were rushing through your bit. I thought people wanted a little bit
2: more time to laugh. I was definitely rushing because I have, like, all these jokes that are like super long. The joke is like the, it just flows. It's like jokes about the same exact topic. Yeah. That's so how you never right. feels like there's like a beginning, middle end. So it's like, I always just like lose jokes in there. So this was the first time before I went up that I was like, I'm fucking need to have these jokes heard because I keep missing them. But then that just, that made me rush. Oh, meaning right? you
1: can't, uh, you can't jump into the jokes you've been wanting to say cause they need the preface of the other thing.
2: Um, no, not that just literally it's like, I will just forget parts of a bit. And I'm like, to really, like, to, to understand and finish this bit, I have to know every single part of it. Can
0: I say something real quick? Yeah. And this, I don't want to demean you or undermine you in any way, but I was sitting in the back next to our friend Meredith, and we were both looking at you on stage, and I said, Cooper's so handsome. And she was like, Yeah, he is. And then somebody else who's sitting next to us who knew, who knew you was like, Yeah, he's gotten more handsome.
2: Who's the other person?
0: Um, it was, the Feng uh, was it a man? No, I forget their name. You, you know, he's he's tall and he has a really he has a really deep voice, and I forget his name.
2: Oh, Alex Holiday. Yes, it's nice that Alex thinks I've gotten more handsome.
0: Alex said you got more handsome.
2: Why would that demean me? That was just a nice thing that was. Oh, said but because we're
0: talking about your set, and I don't want to. Uh, yeah, it's not about how beautiful you are. Degrade you. It literally
2: is. Literally all my sets are about... You look more handsome. But I was... Yeah, I was rushing. I wasn't fully... I knew I was going to do that before I went up. I'm like, ah, this is, is going to be a little rushed. It wasn't fully rushed. Uh, I didn't get to see your set because I didn't fucking... You, you know, you didn't tell me you were going to go up. I was. I had to work.
0: I was scared to get
2: up. But you know I'd do anything for you. So I, I stayed, I'd take I, off work to see
0: you. I stayed in the OR. Matt Lockwood brought me up real nice. I had a real nice set. And I talked to, um, let's call her... Uh, uh, B- Bucharest Betty Boca Raton Boca Raton Betty
2: the B- The manager?
0: Yeah, the manager B- Boca Raton Betty yeah. Oh, okay And uh, and she was very nice to me And she said good set
2: Yeah, she's That's She's great, great. Yeah. She's wonderful I think they're very good bookers of comedy Yeah Because they actually like Try and I'd but argue that they're not good the bookers the of
1: comedy Because
0: I haven't been booked
2: Yeah, but they like you Yeah, they like you And then you'll just get up on potluck soon
0: but what was weird is after my set, I I went into the lot and I was feeling really good, so I was kind of walking around the cars and I saw like forty five, fifty dollars in the passenger side of this car, and I grabbed it and then people were like mad at me. Yeah, you robbed a car. Well, I felt like I did a set there, so shouldn't I get a little bit of money? No, just a little bit of that's money. That's almost for how my people dime. act.
2: Fucking, there's this there's this show at the comedy store that's just a bunch of like literally it's just a bunch of mentally ill people. <laughs> And they get together, and they're mentally ill and homeless Th- this people. This could
0: be a few. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this is an uh, we're not. Well, it's no, good that but, it's not specific. But one are you talking that I about, are you one not
2: kill Tony. We, no, let, let's not get more specific. Yeah. That, that's enough. One that I'm not exaggerating is literally people that when they're not on the show, they leave, and they I don't think they have a home, and or they go to someone who takes care of them, Again, or they go to an apartment show, yeah. they're about to lose. Most shows, and so like one of the guys that's on the show who is just like an absolute like nothing like shows up and then parks. I'm like, Hey man, uh, how you doing? Uh, I'm like, uh, you, you can't park here. And then he's like, yeah, I can. And it's just so funny Whoa. because, like, the comedy store... And then and then he tipped me a whole $5. And I was like, all right, whatever. Wait, you wait, so done. did you let him park there? Yeah, because there wasn't enough people. And I was like, I don't want to fucking punch an old man in the face again, so... Now, let's not get that angry at this yeah.
0: person who is, as you said, nobody, so it doesn't really matter. But it oh, matters
2: even more because it's like... No, if I look No, at no, 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 this is where your brain is wrong. If I look at someone and I'm like, but you fucking didn't do anything. No, 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 but you, you have an issue with this
0: where... And it may be... A sign that you're a better person than me, because when Uh, I see people like that, answers no, no, no. no, But but, uh, here's what I'm saying: is when I see people like that who are clearly in outer space, you know what I mean? Like a real out in the cosmos person, where it's like, oh, you have no grounding in reality. I just completely go like, nope, you're not, you don't exist. Like I'm, I'm keeping you out of my frame of reference. Yeah, but what you'll do is get frustrated at them and usually angry but i think that's a result of you not kind of dismissing them.
2: Well cuz it's like i fucking gave you a shot and now right. cuz people come to the comedy store and they have all this ego and sometimes they're just like regular people who like are getting up on maybe an outside produce show and it's a big night for them or whatever. But then there's this show that's literally just people who should be like strapped up? It's a bad up sign if and, you're booked
0: on it. Yeah, essentially.
2: like they should, like they should. There should be a tub of electricity, and they should take these people's faces. I don't and know just, this like, person. Like just fucking hold them like that, and then those people come to the comedy store and they're like, "I'm talent," and it's like, right. you should be. Blood but just that's not, strewn across the street but that's not is their, where it should
0: be. That's not their fault, though, because it is. it's like, no, no. I, I don't think people's egos are their own fault. And I think bolstering someone's ego that shouldn't be bolstered is the real problem because it's like, I think people, I won't say people are like weak when it comes to dealing with their own ego, but I feel like people in general, probably me included, aren't very good at mitigating their egos, right? Like in yeah. general, that's just not a very human quality. Yeah, I just get super
2: aggressive, with and, them. and you get yeah. you get
0: aggressive. But when I see that stuff, I'm like, oh, of course you think you're like the man right now. You're performing at this place that has for decades been the place where it's like, oh, if you perform here, you're the man. And it's like, I understand. Like, I understand going to that place and thinking you're the man, especially if you got a little bit of underlying, you know. Stuff going on in your Mental brain. Mental illness.
2: You know what I'm realizing though is like, there's a lot of people I hate, but like you just can't be mean to them because they can complain to management and sure. like management. But like this guy is like such a nobody that maybe I'll let him park in the lot. But every time he comes in, I'll just go suck my dick, fuck you, suck my dick, fuck you. Right. So every time I'm in the lot and he walks in, that's how he is greeted before he goes to the show. Interesting. That would make him feel even more important. He that. literally yeah, didn't I even have a like, name. They were just like, "That's old Armenian man," and I was like what does he do? And then he just goes on stage and like fucking sings or something. And then he's like, I'm in Hollywood. And Why it's is like, he,
1: who is booking him on this show? Why well, we, is that don't happening? Have to go into detail the guy that runs anything. the show, he okay. literally
2: finds people who,
1: but that like he, you're being um, earnest when you say that he goes out of his way to find people who are yeah. unstable.
2: Literally like we have a new server and she worked in the show and I walked into the kitchen and I just saw our manager just talking to her and they go, that's the comedy store. And then this girl's face was like, Right. And I was like, "What happened?" She's like, it's "Now we can like we can leave all, all this in the podcast." They're like, "They're all insane." Which is yeah, nothing I'm saying is like actually like. There's no, I'm not talking about like harassment or anything. I'm just right. talking about like these people, like the show is like they get on stage and they sing and they dance and it's sort of like I mean they they all seem like very regressed people. So it sort of is like a room full of you children.
1: they should just go to a drag show at precincts. Ooh.
2: No, they would really need to read their their energy. energy. They're not even that like I walked into that room. I wasn't even I wasn't in the show at all. I just walked into the room for five seconds. I looked around. And then some and then some lady just goes, Who's this nosy little bitch? Fuck you. Whoa. Someone in the audience? She I mean kind of. There's no audience. It's like, what even is the audience here? And (laughs) then it was so mean that I kind (laughs) of wish I like lost my shit. But Instead, I just looked and I just laughed at her because I was right. like, "It's so insane that you mm-hmm. would do that, but it's pretty much like you know uh you me- wish you lost your shit, yeah, mental illness is a reason but it's not an excuse, and so you look at these fucking people and it's just like no i'm not I'm not commenting on that I'm just commenting on the fact that like the fact that
0: you give it your mental energy, like those sorts of interactions, I think is maybe one of the most uh dangerous qualities about you well,
2: because I'm them no they're no, in me
0: no that that's your problem is that you think you're them but you're not you're you're incredibly normal but you have spurts of like kind of dissociated levels of anger whereas those people their normal state is dissociation and they'll have like moments of cogency yeah,
2: there was just this one fucking guy for that show that showed up with headphones on and like at the top of his lungs was like yeah, I was singing, there singing, and the, I just the guy that I was there for. Yeah, and back, I just yeah. I just wanted to go up to him and just like just calmly just begin trying to beat him to death. And it's like it was the kind of thing where like everyone else on the they, patio would just they, be like, "Stop! All right. Stop this! Stop this!" But is it. that no, no, no,
0: no? You go, you go into you go into this like third grade level. Like, of
2: course, there are enough. <laughs> no, not of
0: course. No, I mean. I understand that it's like, it's frustrating or whatever, but you're the one who's giving them your energy of imagination, and it's just like, no one else... I mean, I'm sure other people on that patio were frustrated, but no one's being like, he should be dead now. It's like... He's fucking. He's you kind a, of have to just laugh about it.
2: Yeah, I mean that's it's a good like, way of dealing. Oh, yeah, that's so, my thing is this I'm this is not a ridiculous like
1: ridiculous situation. That's
2: my problem is like I don't think shit is funny. Where people are like, we just laugh about it. And I'm like, no, it's not funny. No, no. It's but that's, that's why
1: you laugh about it. I know. Like, but I don't do that yourself because I can't do that. There's no. Uh, well, don't say can. You did it earlier when the lady said, "Who's this fucking piece of shit in here?" And then you just laugh, right? It's like that wasn't funny what she said, but it's funny the the absurdity of it that these people actually exist and are choosing to spend their time and someone is like willingly putting them on a show, seeking them out. Like it's a very absurd. Yes. It's a comical situation.
2: I think I just worry so much about being like a laughable failure. And these people are like really excited to be laughable failures. So when I see them, I'm like, how dare you take pride in my biggest fear?
0: Right, I get what you're saying. I think that the reason why you give it so much energy is you actually do have like a a deep-seated fear about being them, but I'm just saying like that fear is so baseless. It's crazy. And it, it I mean it just is like you you work on your craft, you're on a great track of comedy, and I literally think the only thing that can derail you is like this negative line of thinking where you're like, "Oh, I have to give every insane person who I think is uh, like it, I think is maybe a the, uh, the, the unwanted outcome that I could. Yes. Do. I have to give them all my energy in this negative way. And it's just this, like, is it's just so unnecessary because yeah. you're, you're talented, but I think that there's also this part of you where you enjoy being angry. And yeah. these are people who you can kind of like impose that anger on easily and readily because, They're sort of like, like you said, these out in outer space type people.
2: Yeah. I mean, I love the job of the comedy store, but I also don't want to be there a second longer than I have to be. So I can understand that because I have to be around all these you know, people. So it's like then when they show up, it's almost like like people be like, well, you get mad really easily. It's like, well, because there's a bubbling cauldron and then this fucking old fuck shows up and he's rude to me and then it's like, well, we'll just pop it open real quick. Right. You know, because it's almost like, because I've been in a bad mental state where I've been uh, feeling disrespected, which is a horrible way for a guy like me to feel. Yeah. Like, I yeah. just feel like I'm someone people look at and they're like, I can be mean to this guy. He's not going to do shit. And like, that's right. How that's how I'm treated like quite often. It seems. I like, understand that. Yeah. 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 Um. So then like, and then it, when there's people that do that, where like, when it's a guy like that, where I'm like. You're not even worth it, and you're disrespecting me. Or I'm like, is there anyone in this world that would like listen to something I say, Matt? What like, were you anyone?
1: Say? Oh, I was just curious the way you worded it, where you said um, being disrespected
0: is a horrible way for a guy like me to feel.
2: Yeah. Because
0: I have anger, so every, he has anger issues, so he's saying like when he feels disrespected, it, it makes his fuse shorter. That. Yeah, okay.
2: And I like I uh, stew on things, so then I go into every conversation with like the feel and like any little thing. Like I was driving to work and I like already probably pissed for some reason, and then like the car next to me, like they roll down the window and some girl puts her head out, and she like looks at the car behind me and she's like, "What happened?" And she's talking to her friend who's in a car behind me. And I just looked over because there's a person speaking. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't really think it was for me. Sure. But, like, you just you want to be aware of the situation. I look over, and then she goes, I look over. I've already looked away, and she goes, not you. And I was like, <sighs> I was yeah, like, fucking why? Who
0: cares? Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, but I see that, and I'm like, I don't know if you'd say that to everybody, you but, know? Uh, I yeah, think you say it to me. But then, uh, again, it's like, I mean there are people who are
0: we, we know uh we know Brandon Crick who's a very funny comedian but he's short and yeah. like like he's short and he's very soft spoken and often people will like disrespect him. I've seen him get assaulted on stage before. I've seen like he's told me stories about other instances where he's been assaulted on stage or just assaulted like in person because of some all and like guys will get drunk and be like, Oh, I can like fuck with this person But it's like with with him it's he has this understanding of that but i don't think that that requires any extra level of like i should be hyper aggressive to compensate for this you know what i mean because that that's the trap that people get caught into and that's like i think the term napoleon complex is actually kind of inaccurate and a little bit rude but i think that that's where that kind of misplaced term comes from is I think a lot of people who are in situations in which they get disrespected will overcompensate for it when they feel as though they deserve that level of respect. But I think that what you kind of just need to under, is like those little interactions, especially ones with people who, as you said, are like, don't really matter in the greater context of your life. It's like, why even give those situations any energy unless, unless they are legitimately like, bullying or harassing or like being too much i i would
1: argue that the the like from what you were saying it sounds like which is a difficulty everyone has but the the core of the problem is coming from comparison like where you said like that girl like she would she have done that would she have done that people? to someone that she yeah. respected right where it's like uh what i don't know it's like those two very cliche but like correct pieces of advice where uh, one comparison is the thief of joy so if you know that immediately oh if i'm comparing myself to that another person like that is going to make me unhappy so don't do that like who knows and then the second thing is what other people think about me is none of my business
0: i mean but that's easy for you to say as a big juicy daddy in the community thank that you uh who commands respect <laughs> I am
1: I feel often unwanted because I can't grow a really great beard. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you're the worst.
1: I'm being serious. You're I the just, Worst that makes I just you get people feel better? Am I? No, no. No, I'm but kidding. I think uh, but that piece of advice which I like learned in program which I think about all the time is anytime like I I am assuming that someone has this idea of me. So you're assuming that girl is like, "Wow, that guy's not worth respecting or whatever." You have no idea. Maybe that girl had a horrible day when she was driving. And, I hope she like, did. And you poked your head out
2: <laughs> out of the car, I and she hope was she like, did. "This I doesn't hope her, involve you." I hope her dog got punched in the face. Oh my god! Why the violence? Why the dog? The yeah. Now? Why do you have to bring
0: the dog into because it? Because it's worse. Zelda's
2: right. Because it's terrible. The- I don't know. I feel like I probably overcompensated in ways, but I I I am like adamantly against the idea of trying to like be like I'm a man, so respect me and like pr- to like to but present it doesn't, it, this I, energy. So it's not to
0: fight I, back, but it sounds like you are. Yeah, that's like the but do you think quintessential I present alpha male. If
1: you're like if you talk shit to me, you I'm pre- going to have to punch you, you in the You present it with your anger. Like
2: you're, yeah, but I feel like it's more reactionary, not preparatory, where it's no, like, but, when people come to the comedy store, I try and just be like, hey man, where are you going? And then they get an attitude, and then immediately I'm like, alright, you fucking piece of shit! Right, like, right. And
0: then I go right there. But but I'm saying, I think that some of that is a level of sort of like petulant masculinity.
2: I think Which is okay,
0: effect. it's okay to have that, and it's like, I have that to a degree too. And I'm not saying that anger is always unjustified, but I think that the the like certain displays of anger are misplaced and it's okay misplaced. Yeah. And also it's like, I don't like the idea that every fucking comic has to act like a normal person. And I think that you being kind of angry and having this kind of fiery side to you is a thing that makes you interesting. But I just think the ability to rein that in and maybe channel it is what you should be looking at instead of getting rid of it altogether. Cause it's like that emotion I think is very valid, but I think the expression of it on your part can sometimes be a little bit over the top. And if yeah. you, uh, not to pile on, but if you want to be respected by other people,
1: people are always going to respect the guy who doesn't lash out or who's wearing a Montclair jacket or who is wearing a cardigan in my apartment. That's 95 degrees.
0: So I think what you should do is maybe learn to rein in your uh, anger or get a, a, a kind of Louis V cardigan. Do they make cardigans, Louis Vuitton?
1: I I'm sh- I have never seen one of them. Sh- I wouldn't uh, look past it.
0: Get something like that, and then people will respect you. Yeah, yeah.
1: If you wear like a really sick like racer bike jacket, people might think that you're involved in a thing called drag race, <laughs> and uh, they would be like, "Wow, only ten people are, are picked each season to be in drag
2: race." That is true. It's a lot like Formula One. It's a lot like
1: Formula One. Yeah. It's a lot
2: like Formula One.
1: Um, In conclusion, if you change your appearance, people will respect you more.
2: Yeah.
0: Would you? <laughs> would Damn, you? Like, my
2: bad. I just got so fucking pissed. No, it's okay. I literally don't
0: want anyone. I think to people appreciate it so much. No, I think people appreciate the that. extent.
2: Like, if you come to the comedy store and you're not them or like maybe three other people. I don't want it to work out for you. If, I've met, if, if anyone I have ever met at the comedy store that talks to me when you come up, I'm so sorry. I don't like you. It, that's what sucks. I meet so many new comics every day, and I fucking hate you them hate all. Them, yeah. Every single one of you. You know how much it sucks to work at the back door and people come up? They're like, what's up, Cooper? The whole job is either people who I don't really want to talk to talking to me or people who but are you like you also appreciate pissed. the
0: fact that that was you. You were that guy going to the person at the back of the comedy store being like, hey, what's up, man? How are you? I didn't you? do that shit. Yeah. No, 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 no no, no, no. I'm way I'm too much saying, of an asshole to I'm even saying, associate. I'm saying not not directly like that. Yeah. But you have been that person who had to go up to a booker at a show and been like, hey, man, what's up? Yeah. Or Or it, a comic that you don't really know who's ahead of you in stand up and you have to go up to them at an open mic and be like, hey, I like your bit. Like, good set. Like,.
2: Yeah. That that has been you. Well, it's and almost I, funny because maybe there's a certain, like... It, my therapist is saying it's a lot easier to look for disrespect than it is respect. Yes. So there's almost like a totally. weird certain level of respect that people would give me by literally, to Literally, yes. me. But you it's also... Think,
0: but, but here's the thing. is like you think you deserve this level of respect, which you absolutely do. But then when you get it, you get fucking mad at it. And it's like yeah. those people might become we'll never in be bad happy. faith... Where they're like, oh, I just want to like talk to this guy to fucking like get in or, or whatever. But you don't think a couple of those people are legitimately like, oh, this guy has a job at the comedy store. That must mean he's a good comic. I would like to
2: know a good comic and talk to them and like get their insight about stuff. It's like, absolutely. I think just in my mind, it's so funny because I'm like, I'm a 22 year old open micer. Like, if you're talking to me to gain something, there's nothing here. Yeah, man. but like, how many
0: I... of those people get the opportunity to open for Brian Simpson on the road? You've opened for Polly Shore. You performed at these huge clubs that are like big staples you've done half an hour on stage it's like those are things that in modern comedy are rare to come by like legitimately out of our friends who do mics who are very funny and very good a lot of them don't get that opportunity and they're a lot older than you and have been in comedy for as long if not longer. I'm right yeah. here. Well,
2: you've you've done those <laughs> things. <laughs> well, there's yeah, a big that problem is like I don't feel like I've uh, like I feel like I did those things I feel very grateful for them but I don't feel like doing those things was a delight direct correlation between like my talent and work that's like i don't imbo- feel like i deserve their syndrome things, you know? and everyone yeah. has that yeah i'm not I saying feel- it's right i had a good silence. i'm in a horrible place right now i fucking woke up and i looked at my bedroom floor and i was like god damn it yeah, yeah and i just man. looked at the floor because there's always clothes on it but i looked at it today and i was like man this isn't like even if you had a movie of a dirty room Right, you, they'd this, be like too much. They'd be like, they'd be like, let's get some pants out of here. Fucking bad. Right. <laughs> and then I got like, you know what's even more fuck? is I have like, I have like, uh, like LED like softbox lights set up and like a like a tripod and shit. And it just looks so bad to have a shitty room. But then also, you walk in, you're like, are you shooting shit lighting, in here? Right. You're like, yeah, what are you doing in here? It's what's really the funny. plan? Like, it's good. I think it worked out. You're broadcasting hard. this. That's the same. I broadcast my kitchen. that's dirty. You but, know. Uh, that's pretty, it. it looks pretty clean in the videos yeah i think I so it's it movie does. magic baby movie i had magic. a tiktok finally do over like twenty thousand for let's the go. first time And what well, was it years? a sketch so things are finally changing for me things are looking up i was sunburned yeah he had a oh, video okay nice you yeah. can recreate people like red skin all right well, go get sunburned? Sunburned. yes yeah, it yeah. looks
1: horrible Ooh, and your yeah. nipples are more concave than ever
2: well, they have to recede to get away from the sun.
0: Hey, Matt, can we give Cooper a little break and talk about something gay you've done in the last month?
1: Yeah, I mean, I would. I'm exhausted from talking about how hard his life is. I'm not exhausted by it. It's Don't not say backhanded hard. stuff like that. That's so Fuck rude. You
0: <laughs> That's That's fucking so rude.
1: rude. I was at a coworker's house yesterday for a party. Mm-hmm. And um, it was interesting. We were all talking about, like, our sexual awakening moments, and many people mentioned Madonna's Truth or Dare video because that was the first time they saw two guys kiss. I mentioned how Alejandro Lady Gaga's music video was a pivoting point of my generation because there was all these sexy guys wearing fishnets and high heels, and you were like, oh, I didn't know, like, hot muscle guys could wear stuff like that. Ooh, that's nice. Yeah, and then many people started talking about how... Uh, they noticed that they were gay when they would watch straight porn because they would notice, oh, I don't want to be fucking the girl. I want to be the girl. Yeah, that's interesting. And like interesting. I'm common. just really trying to change the topic here. But it is interesting where you're like, you wait, talking? I don't Wait, wanna... wait, wait, wait. Because you told me to. I'm just saying
2: this is non sequitur at all. Like, what do you what the mean? Hell then, this is, you, no, you you're could doing great. Just, you could have just spoke. I already felt so bad for the last five minutes. Am I making you feel worse? I mean, I just thought it was funny, because I was like, oh, man, this is terrible for the podcast. I feel so bad. No, that was great. It was I mean, like, like, while we're people, getting away from it. People love hearing that. But then, like, while we're getting away from it, you're like, I'm really just trying to forget what happened. Right. And it's like, all right. Oh, no, no, no. I was bad. explaining,
1: in my head, I was saying, I was thinking you two were like, why the fuck is he talking about this shit? And not I at like, all. We no, asked you two. We asked, asked you to. Talk you about it.
2: <laughs> I was really interested.
1: <laughs> I also you... was going on a long tangent, but I was going to mention that... Uh, that guy that uh, during quarantine, there was a man who hit me up on Scruff and he wanted me to step on his face for one hundred and fifty dollars a session. And uh, his favorite thing was he would love it. He was the opposite of you. He loved being disrespected. So uh, he would have me put my heel in his mouth while he laid on the ground. And he would be like, yeah, fucking check your emails. Fucking take a video so of this funny. and send it to Corey Johnson. Yeah. So, so I would funny. like video of him. I'm literally fully clothed. This is doing nothing for me sexually. Yeah. But it is giving me money, and I love that. But mm-hmm. there's a video of me um, filling out my unemployment like online, and then the camera turns from my unemployment to like my heel being in this guy's mouth. So and then he like creams his pants with his jeans on. Yeah. So sick. And uh, he was like, Yeah, fucking send that to all your friends.
2: You know how, like, if if there's a train track and then there's, like, a train track that diverts, like, even if it's really close to the train track, as that goes on, they will become farther and farther spread apart until they're, like, millions of miles away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, me and that guy, like, if I just did one little mental change, oh, yeah. I could easily be the <laughs> oh, yeah. put-the-foot-in-my-mouth guy.
1: Uh, like, which, I mean... I don't. I was almost about to say he's happier than us, but he's not. He's definitely a miserable person. That sucks. Well, he gets
0: a little, you little know, and, and he,
1: um, and he, t- he offered to after the session. He was like, "Can I please take like some of your shoes home to clean them?" Yeah. And I was like, "No." And then he was like, "Please, I'll pay you thirty dollars per sh- pair of shoes." Ooh. So like, he brought home three pairs of my shoes, brought them back the next week, and they were like looked brand new. Perfect. I don't know how he did it. That's great. Um, the next week, he <laughs> came over again for his session. And he took another three pairs of shoes. Didn't hear from him for three months.
0: Oh, no. Uh, and then sucks. I was like, where
1: are you? Where are you? Where are you? Finally, he was like, I'm so sorry. I had family trouble, whatever. Finally returns my shoes to me, thank God. But I was like, okay, we're done here. Right, I right. Lost like, he, like he stole your shoes. Yeah. yeah.
2: So you were, both, you were both clothed. Were you barefoot?
1: I was barefoot, so yeah. he had my heel in his mouth. He was fully clothed, but he would lift his shirt up and he would just like rub his, uh, rub his cock through his pants. Oh, but I he would cream his wholesome. pants just from that. And right? then when he would be done, he would be like, "Does this count as cheating?" And I was like, um, "Does your wife know that you're doing that? And he's like, "Yeah, but like, what am I really doing?" And I was like, "Yeah, it definitely does." Sure. <laughs> like just like objectively like sure like if i was in a relationship with you and this was not agreed upon in our
2: wait you said his wife knew or didn't know
1: did not know oh okay but he would like look at me afterwards like a child and be like is this bad what i'm doing and i was like i don't know i just want your money well that was
0: probably part of the
2: fantasy too that's sad
1: yeah yeah what's something pan you did (laughs) it sounds like you hated yourself that's pretty pan what's something straight you did (laughs) that was fair no no
2: no that was fair that Damn. was solid. I
1: didn't have a lot to say. That was pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, that was pan. Okay. He it was, was like solid. He was uh, struggling with he was struggling with toxic masculinity oh. while being disrespected, while being respected.
2: I um I got back on Tinder. Okay. And it's not going great.
1: Guys and girls
2: are just and girls. And I'm on uh, I don't I forgot what I said it to. It's mostly women, but then there's like a decent amount of guys that flock in there. They flock. I think that's just Tinder just being like, you fuck guy. You're like, getting with, flocked. Yeah. But a lot of the guys that I see that I'm not very attracted to them. So mm-hmm.
1: um, I, I feel bad. People are flocking to you because, as Dan mentioned earlier, uh, you're getting more handsome by the day. It's true. A lot of people are noticing that. We're saying that. And you look great in glasses. You have glasses, but you don't want to wear them on the pod because you're scared.
2: No, they just like, I just don't necessarily need them that much. So if I wear them for like a long time, I get somewhat uncomfortable. Interesting. But maybe I'll wear them on the next
0: pod. Wear them on the next one. I would love that. Um,
1: Dan, what's something straight that you did this week?
0: Walked walked to the comedy store and back without feeling uh, feeling that scared for my safety. Um, At night. Yeah. It was dark. It was dark. Do you feel afraid
2: a lot for your safety? It doesn't really seem like a big No, issue. I do.
0: No, I do. Obviously, yeah. It's like I'll walk with only, like, one headphone in because I need to be aware of my surroundings and stuff.
2: Doesn't that suck? Because it's like you're like, oh, I'm going to, like, chill out with my headphones. And then I'll put them in and I'll be like, there's death behind me. I yeah, you I. yeah, you As can't. Yeah, you can't As if I'm, like, fucking that. John Wick. Like, nobody's, <laughs> right. like, fucking trying to catch me. No, they, but... I mean,
0: you can feel in danger on, like... Two, two straight miles of pretty wild road. It's like, yeah. not even that you're going to get robbed or anything, but the fact that there's people. I, on Sunset Boulevard on any given night, on that two-mile two, uh, stretch, you see, the, I, this is not hyperbole. I'm not trying to make the city sound more dangerous than it is because I do feel, like, I, I take the walk. It's not that bad, but you see two or three mental breakdowns. Yeah. At least. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not saying I'm going to get robbed or like it's criminal or whatever, but you just see people who have untreated mental illness stuff and it's like, well, you don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. So I walk with like one one headphone and stuff, but still just, make, just making that walk and not being harassed often is nice. I, I
1: thought right? that you can't walk anywhere without being harassed by a gay man. I said
0: often. I didn't say never. Okay.
2: How often do like? Dudes... Not that often. Yeah, though. I, I was gonna know. say
0: that's not. And I never said I can't walk anywhere. It's once it some... happened a couple like, times? You can't walk the from row. the bedroom to the kitchen in your apartment. Is it kind no, of consistent though? Is it like uh, a gay man being like,
2: "I see you." Oh my god! <laughs> like, I'm in the courtyard.
0: <laughs> um. Honestly, and it almost never happens on sunset. It's usually like either we ho or when I'm in like fucked up parts of downtown.
2: Is once a month fair that a man More. will proposition you on the street?
0: More. Well, three. not proposition, but it's just like, we'll yell yeah. something or like make a comment. So like once a week? Is it bi-weekly? Bi-weekly. Is it pan-weekly? Oh, no, no. no. Oh, I'm not. No, once every two weeks. Yeah. Three okay. times a month, I would pan-weekly.
2: say. Pan-weekly. Oh, okay. So three, three yeah, times yeah. a month.
0: But I wear short shorts and I wear tight shirts and I work out often. And he has sometimes a, you do
2: just show up in a little outfit. I you know? wear a little outfit <laughs> sometimes. and I'm kind of like at first I'm always like what and I'm like oh you work out. So he I has guess. a
1: vest that says embroidered in, in the back. Yes, I enjoy cum. Please. Do you still me. wear
2: that bussy boy shirt? <laughs> yeah, all the time. With the bussy boy shorts. It's yeah, little, but look, we love. I'm trying I'm to explain of. to you that that is sort of it's a little <sighs> misleading. I And like what do they querying. say to you when they yeah. call you?
0: Oh, it, it's usually just like. Like I've I've had a guy be like just a kind of mumble under his breath like loot all that ass <laughs> like stuff like that and do you then, wink <laughs> back do you show a little nip like and then sometimes like I've had it more than once where it'll just be like it'll be very innocuous and I don't even care about this but it'll be a car maybe like one or two guys and they're like like. Two or three guys and they'll be like yes like stuff oh and then like you that. give them your address right <laughs> yeah i want them on my butt no only at 4 a.m that's the only safe time nice. to do that that's good
2: i still think that's a cool story
0: um it is a cool i don't story. think
2: it's just i don't think it's just you i don't just i don't think it's just a story about you being an idiot i think it's also a story about you being very cool
0: um thank you i think it's a great story please subscribe to the podcast we love you Send your love to Cooper in the comments. Tell Cooper. him everything's going to be okay. And I think he's very cool. If we come, love you. Don't come to the
2: Comedy Store. Don't come to I the, the Comedy come. Store. Do, if they're, We're uh, doing do fine.
1: to buy tickets to go to the shows.
2: Every Wednesday,
0: goodbye.